Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clements High School in Madison, Alabama. And today our guest is my favorite student, Bella Garcia. Bella has a wonderfully interesting story about her grandmother coming uh, here, coming to Queens, New York, uh, from Uruguay. Okay, Bella, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hello. Tell, tell us your story. Um, okay, so this is a story about my grandmother and her escape from Uruguay. So she was part of a very large family in, in Uruguay. Um, th- there was like 12 kids, and they were very poor. So her mother decided to send her to um, another family to be taken care of, like a host family. And they were very kind, and it was, like, on a farm, so she was doing a lot of work and stuff, but they were very nice to her. All right, let me slow you down, because i got a couple questions. First of all, so everybody knows, where's Uruguay? Um, it's in South America. It's, like, south of Brazil. Okay, yeah, so this is not a country we normally hear um, migration patterns from, yeah, so that's yeah. interesting. And then you mentioned the host family just now. Mm-hmm. The host um, family? They were... Like just they were like nice people, but they were like family friends and stuff. In and Uruguay. like her parent, yeah, her parents couldn't take care of her. There's a lot of farms okay. in okay. Uruguay. It's okay, like, all right. When lot, you said host of, family, yeah. I started thinking in the states. But no, okay. no, no. The, there's right. lots of um, like cattle farms and stuff in Uruguay. Mm-hmm. So she was working on one of those farms. Okay, go ahead. And at around like ten or eleven, she um, she had to leave and like go back to her own family and take care of like all the kids and stuff. Um, her mom was very abusive. She was physically abusive. She was mentally abusive. She would, like, take money from them and stuff. She just was not, like, a very good mother. <laughs> um, she stayed there for, like, the next decade. It was terrible for her. Um, she went to school to become a seamstress, like, just trying to get jobs. And she took secretary jobs um, just to, like, make money. And she had always wanted to move to the States because she wanted, like, a stable job and... It was just, like, like an ideal, basically. Um, so she decided to save up money, and she would put it behind, like, from her secretary job. She decided to save up money, and she would put it behind a picture frame so that her mom wouldn't take it and steal it and use it. So throughout the year, over the years, she saved up this money, and she made a plan to run away to New York. Um, she planned with her sister to take the money and leave at 20, and this was in 1968. And around this time, there was, like, a little bit of a recession in Uruguay. It was just lots of people were losing money and stuff. So she decided to leave. She's 20 years old. She's very young. And she had everything arranged to meet family up in New York, in Queens. And once she got, once she got to New York, she couldn't find the person that she had planned to stay with. They, she planned to stay with, like, a distant family member but they, like, they had changed addresses or something. Something happened, and she couldn't find them. She was, like, she tr- she was trying to find people in, in Queens and stuff, and she ran into somebody who helped her out. It was the Garcia family, which is my grandfather's family. And um, she got a job in a watch factory where my grandfather and his father worked, and she was really close with their family and stuff because they had like, helped her out, gotten her a place, and stuff like that, and she had been around their family a lot, and eventually, her sister and my grandfather's brother got married, so my grandparents, her brother and sister-in-law, it was, like, a whole thing, and then they got married, and she and my grandfather 
sorry, she and my grandfather uh, quit their jobs at the watch factory and built up an auto parts and repair shop and in Queens. And they like got bigger and bigger buildings and stuff. It was really cool. And then in the 90s, she went back to school and got a master's. And she was just wow. a very, very strong woman. Like she was, she had just built herself up basically. And like, even like as she got older and stuff, she was still like very, um, she was just very strong because she had to like do all this stuff pretty much by herself. So at the age of 20, she and her sister came to Queens um, or she came by she, herself? She came by herself and then she planned to take her sister. And like throughout the did years. Did her sister make it over at some uh, point? Yes, she did. Okay. Um, and she like, uh, she made plans like throughout the year she got more of her siblings over too. Wow. What a great story, Bella. This is really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's a 20 year old woman and her, her her push factors, her mother being mean, and but some other stuff mm-hmm, going on. Yeah. Um, and then she she got to she got to Queens, um, and met the Garcia family, which was a wonderful uh, introduction, I'm mm-hmm. sure, because obviously of the connection there. Uh, is she still with us? Is she still uh, living? No, she died. I think in 2016, 20. Okay. Yeah, I think she died in a 20. Or no, not 2016. Sorry, 2013. Okay. Um of pancreatic cancer. So th- this information, the stories that you were able to communicate here, this from you, you got this from? I got this from my dad. From your dad? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and had you heard these stories before or uh, some of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, just like talking with my dad and stuff about his family. Mm-hmm. Um, g- gosh, I, I mean, this is really pretty incredible. How many, do you know if all, how many other people like came from Uruguay? I don't, Queens, I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I know, like, because the Garcia family, they're Colombian. Uh-huh. But I I met a lot of Colombians, but I haven't, I don't think I've ever met a Uruguayan in, like, Alabama. Yeah, I, I just, I can't, like, I'm trying to wrap my brain around the context because, you know, part of this, uh, part of what we do here in this podcast project is try to put it into context. I think you're an outlier. I think your yeah. grandmother is definitely a very unique woman and, and an outlier in, in this, these kind of patterns of migration. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess you can, we can kind of lump it into the, to the, to the fact that a lot of people from Latin America, Uruguay mm-hmm. still in Latin America, very far South, but still in Latin America, have uh, come to the United States for, um, for opportunity. And I think you mentioned too, that she was looking for some other distant relatives in mm-hmm. Queens. Yeah. Um, so, and, but really the other part of that story is she's bringing her, siblings over and that's kind of part of the chain migration that we talk about yeah. that ha- has happened in our country gosh for 300 years so it's a very american story but um, what an incredible woman yeah um i also think that the reason why that there aren't as many uruguayan like um immigrants is because uruguay is a very like democratic country like they're just really well off they have like good government systems um stability yeah it's it's pretty stable um but yeah there's a lot of cows there it's like four times as many cows as there are people yeah cows yeah and um like texas (laughs) what do they they have they have another name for cowboys down in south america Mm. um but yeah that's um uh, so she did that and got here that's that's have you been to uruguay uh no i haven't i haven't been out of the country have you well get your dad to take you um, yeah, that's, that's great. Anything else you, you want to add here? Mm, no, I don't think so. Did you, how, how much did you enjoy talking to your dad about this family history? Um, it was fun. It's really interesting. I love hearing about, um, about my family and especially my grandmother, just because 
like all the stories I hear, she's just like a really strong like woman. Like she would always like um like she would always she she's very stubborn, like she would always have it her way and stuff because that's just what she was used to. Yep. But it was just it's really interesting how she like built herself up. Very, very much so. A, a great story of a, of a strong, independent woman and a very American story coming here, mm-hmm. looking for opportunity like everybody else, looking for opportunity. All right, Bella. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you.